know, I'm not proud of this, but you know, we're here. So I'm going to be honest about it. Okay. All right. If you're a celebrity, I think it's a little different when you've been out there as much as Laurie Harvey has been for me, that's a red flag. Now, now am I going to, yeah, I am going to say this. If you're Laurie Harvey and I don't know about, you know, whatever I decide out of mind. All right, let's get out of here. Yup, this is Susan Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! Walter, can you talk to We finna cook! Walter, can you come to our game? Podcast. Peace and blessings, beloveds. I'm here. Gats here. Blacks here. We're all here. And we want to shout out all of our listeners, both new and old. Thank you guys for tuning in to our latest and greatest. We hope you're doing well. Gat. Walker. What's up, bro? Dude, it is a great night in Birmingham, the podcast. I'll just say that. How have you been? Uh, I had a challenging week. Do tell. Uh, I'm just going to make it short. Okay. Have you ever been like just so disgusted with yourself to the point to where it is hard for you to look at yourself in the mirror? Asking genuinely. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've had that moment before. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I deal with that a lot, <laughs> and that's. <it. laughs> oh, I'll mean, be. I mean, I'm being real. I deal with that a lot. And, um, why are you? Why, why do you deal with that a lot? Oh. Uh, you, you know how you because I'm disgusted with you a lot of times, <laughs> but I didn't think that you would be disgusted with yourself. Yeah, man, and it's it's over. It's it's usually over like really minuscule things, and I, I have a tendency to take little things and make a big deal out and of make it. a huge deal out of it. Story of my life with you. <laughs> but um, but no, I this week, this week I, I really took inventory of it. And, okay. um, you know, I'm, uh, I've been actively receiving therapy for the longest. And this is this is one component of me that I was I'm subconsciously doing these things. So I like when you call out like, you know, when I'm being self-deprecating, like I need to know that I need to I need to know that so I can take that to my next session and be like, OK, this is what my peers are saying of me. And here's the context upon which I did that. Mm-hmm. And then just figuring out the why, because if you're asking me why, I, I would not be able to give you an answer. But it's just, I've never thought, I say never, in my adult life, I can't recall ever thinking highly of myself. I mean, we've had past conversations like that when you would just go out of your way to just like say you're just not attractive. Right. And I'm just like, what, 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 wait, hold on. Like, who, no, who asked you first that, off? That is fueled by other things, though. Go well, on. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's fueled by the reality that, you know, I have to, I have to buy two XL shirts. Is that a real, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of big guys that women are attracted to. That doesn't mean anything. And I get that. And, but I, I can't, it's hard for me to apply that to myself. Does that make any sense? 
You're right. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. And um, it's called low self esteem. Right. Okay. Right. So what 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 we're trying to work towards is finding the basis of that. But I guess the good thing about this week. Cause it, it it started it started Tuesday after a workout, <laughs> and I really I really when thought, you're supposed to feel good about yourself. Yeah, like usually usually that's that's I mean it's a part of what I need. That usually usually helps me. Sure. Because I get to release a lot. Uh-huh. But I on the way home I was just thinking like I could have I could have done a lot better than that. And then it was like, well, Ronnie, this is this is why you're always going to be fat. And then it was like, Ronnie, this may be why you're bald. And then it was like, well. You know, I mean, the, these are these are the thoughts that just compound. And dude, I get home, I get home right, and I'm about to get in the shower. What does got to do with it? Nothing. It's just, I mean, man, if I can work out and get my hair back, man. Hey, I'm just I'm just sharing with you how I process like it. Right, in the car. This is why you ball right here, right here. But uh, I get home, I get home Tuesday, and I'm getting ready to get in the shower, and so I'm shirtless in front of the mirror, and I'm like. Yeah, that's the tough test right there. Yeah, and this is like in that moment, in that in that split second of a moment, I think I think back to every workout I've done that I can at least recall, mm-hmm. and then I tell myself, man, if you'd have gone harder all the other days, you wouldn't have to see that in the mirror. You know, this is what I'm telling myself in my head. So now I'm really disgusted with myself when I go in the shower. You know, it's just like I just feel like filth. You know, but here's the thing. Tuesday, while I was wallowing in that, and it impacted impacted my day personally and professionally, um, I was able to. I, I did some. I, I spent some like what do you call it, devotional time Wednesday, and I remember thinking about it, and I was able to capture it instead of just letting it happen and just like sweeping it on the rug like I've done for decades. I was able to capture that and be like, okay, Ronnie, why are we doing this? Like, where is this coming from? You know, mm-hmm. so um, that that's kind of I didn't I didn't have any any counseling this week, but I took note of it. I even did a voice note just so I can capture everything and play it back for him. But um, but yeah, I was proud of myself for capturing that and instead of just letting it do what it do what it does or do what it has been doing. It's like, OK, no, 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 no. We're going to take this as our sample and yeah. we're going to really build something tangible from this because I know this cannot continue. Like there's a certain point where I got to be like, hey, this is enough. You right. know, Ronnie, you you are enough. You know, in, in some cases you are more than enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it, it was hard for me to just say that just now. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Mm. Um, but I know that if I don't figure out that kind of stuff, I can't genuinely get to those thoughts. That's why it's so hard for me to say those things. You know, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I know it's kind of weird, but. Yeah, it's kind of been my my focal point for the week, and it's so weird to say that because you know we, we had a historic day on Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, excuse me. And uh, while that was important, I was I was being super selfish, and I'm just like thinking, Ronnie, come on, man! Like <laughs> if you were if you were halfway as bad as you say you are, you know, I don't think people would call you as much as they do. I don't think people would text you. I don't think people would do podcasts with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think certain people would be married to you. You know, and the, and the list goes on. So you got more than one person married. To you? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's real out your wall. Polygamy. <laughs> 
So, uh, so yeah, and but I've I've still been carrying some of that every day since then, mm-hmm. and uh, in particular, in, in my workout this morning, there was a particular movement that I that I've struggled with for years, is squat clean, and uh, you know I, I tried my first rep, and it did not go well, and it was only the bar, <laughs> no weight on the bar, and so then it's just like. Oh, Ronnie, you're not going to do this. You remember the last time you almost blew your knee out when you did this? And now you're looking at 20 reps of it. You're you're not going to do this, Ronnie. Put the bar down. Go home. Forget forget about everything. And I had to fight against that. You know, I had to, like, actively fight against those forces, those voices, those negative influences, and be like, no, I may not perfect the squat clean, but we got push press in this workout, too. And I know I'm a clown on push press. So it just, it, it was a mental trigger that was just like, get through this. <laughs> Then get to something you enjoy, and then clown on the rest of the workout. So um, I don't know. Do, do is that is that something you ever have to deal with, or like managing the thoughts in your head? Yeah, yeah. Everyone has to do. But that. to to the point, I guess. I guess thoughts triggered by low self esteem because you don't seem like a guy with low self esteem. Um, I mean, there, we all have things that we're not. We don't feel secure about. Right. Right, I think I think no one is exempt from that. But yeah, I think we all have to manage thoughts in our head about whatever, whatever it is that can be destructive. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I just think that's an exercise and something you have to always continuously you have to continuously monitor. I don't think you will ever arrive when it comes to um, putting putting your mind on autopilot and just leaving it unattended, because if you're not careful, you will allow negative thoughts to pollute your mind and that is where doubt and fear and and all these negative things can can creep in if you allow it to so it's really on you whether or not you're going to put other positive reaffirming things into your head Mm. so okay yeah so i mean yeah kudos to you for catching that and realize like stopping that thought because you can interrupt and i think that's why people talk about meditation meditating um people in religious circles refer to it as confession like you you have positive things that you say over yourself on a daily basis that speaks to what you desire and want for yourself so if you want to be healthy you want to feel good about yourself you need to say things that and it's funny when you say things you know you you know how they do the, the exercise where you uh you count from one to ten and then some as you're counting from one to ten someone asks ask you a question i've never done that so if okay so can we do it now count from one to ten now one no no from one to ten to yourself oh this, i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay all right ready okay go what'd you have for dinner last night turkey did you stop counting yes. in your head yes so what, when three. you when you when you say something you interrupt the thought Okay. In your mind. Yeah. So it's important to say what you want in your mind when there's negative thoughts. Uh, okay. So I think that's the, that's the whole that's the whole purpose of of the exercise to show you how powerful it is to speak to what you're thinking about. Gotcha. So okay. yeah, I, you know that's these these are things that I I have to work. You know, I do for myself when I have thoughts that are like whatever. You know what I mean? Really, Walker? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I would have never guessed that you. Even, would even begin to have that type of struggle. What's, well, you know, I am human. I know. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs>
No, I'm not. <laughs> Finally, confirming <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. Yeah. So, just been a topsy turvy week emotionally, but hey, that's that's yeah. <laughs> and he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He didn't have nothing for us. Hey, how was your? How was your? Uh, how was your past weekend? It without was. The kids? It was rather festive. <laughs> what? Did you go get the candles like you said you was going to do? I didn't. We did go to Costco, though. <laughs> got wild? He got out of control. Like, I had to stop myself. <laughs> Whoa. You bought, you bought two rolls of toilet tissue. <laughs> well, since we're being honest here, they only allow you one now because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. um, we had to make two transactions because I didn't know her when we got to the checkout line. <laughs> <laughs> was that like some role play leader for the <laughs> rest of, course, of the night Black, you know. <laughs> so was did she play like the costco worker <laughs> so do you come here often where's your vest <laughs> take it off <laughs> it's like you guys were in my house but <laughs> Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, it went well. Uh, A lot of good quality time, man. And I I said this last week, but we both, and we talked about it this time, but we both like deal with a level of guilt when it's time to go back and get them. Because it's like a, you ready to go now? Nah, let me, I'm going to turn this movie on and then I'm going to watch this and then we'll go after that. (laughs) You mean guilt in what way? Just like we we know we're enjoying the time, the mm-hmm. kids' free time, right? Um, but we know we also know like those are our children, so life will have to go back to normal at some point. We should be a little bit more excited about going back to get our kids, but it seems like we get we procrastinate a ton right in that like final hour. What's wrong with that? I, don't, I feel guilty. It's like, we should be happy to see our kids. Well, you are, but they're not happy to see you. No. Keep that in, no. So keep that in mind. Oh, my goodness. Keep that in mind because it's a break. It's a break from the structure. It's a break from the routine. Right. Right? It's a, them having to ha- have the routine forced on them and then y'all enforcing it. So, like, this is an opportunity for you to just decompress and just be just the two of y'all. Just free. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I don't think there's nothing to feel guilty about. You're, you are going to return back to that routine. True, but I feel like we should be a little bit more spirited. You can feel however you want to feel about it. But I'm that's just, okay? Whatever. But listen, yeah, I'm, 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 I wouldn't feel guilty okay. if I was in your shoes. Well, she and I share a level of guilt. Like, why do, why do we delay so much when it's time to go get them? That was the question. So, Okay. I, I would guess it's probably worse during the pandemic. What do you mean? You're around them all the time now. Yeah, you can't dude. really take them anywhere. The quarantine season was rough for your boy. I talked to you about that some, didn't I? Mm, I don't think you did. Did I not? No, you I didn't tell you about my two I... mental breakdowns? In 2020? Oh, You said yes. you mentioned it, but you didn't go in depth as to what they were. Okay, is now the time to talk about that? Or you want to um, save that for another recording? Yeah. It's pretty lengthy. It's gotten dark. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I own it, you know? I'm just, yeah. Again, again. I am thankful that I have access to men- mental health resources because had I not, I probably would have made some decisions that would not have been best for me. Yeah, it got that real. 
goodness gracious. Yeah. Tune in next week. <laughs> anyway, hey, flip the mojo in here, Walker. What's going on with you? Nice shirt. <laughs> I'm down right now. That was a great pivot. <laughs> Enough of those Today Show reps have really gotten you ready to spin, huh? Why can't we talk about this, though? Let's talk about what? Why can't we talk about real stuff? You just did. What's wrong with it? Nothing. Why, why am I the only one happy about it? <laughs> I guess this was free therapy. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, please. He Kevin Hart. Ready. Thank you. He wasn't ready. That's 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 my that's my issue. Okay. I wasn't I didn't know that I was gonna lose a, a co host and a friend, potentially. What? But I'm here. Yeah, by the grace of God. <laughs> well, that's any day. That's pre pandemic. <laughs> yeah, like I just started being a boathead. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm well aware. Jeez. Listen, I'm I'm good. Uh busy week, man. Just busy under a rock. Um you gonna have to carry this show. Um I did a little bit of research on things, but you know, I'll just I'll just follow your lead. It's been busy. It's been that kind of No, I get that. Me. I just if I carry the show, it's gonna be really brief. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for it. No, <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it was it was busy. Um, I am excited about um, Warpor. Yeah. Um, we have completed some. And by the way, this is my opportunity to plug some Whoa. things. Um, we got we're going to open up a Warpor merch store February 1st. By the way, if you're listening, if you're listening to the podcast and you are an Auburn fan, um, this is for you guys. If you're a Alabama fan and you got some Auburn fans that you just enjoy picking on since that beatdown that occurred a few months ago, reach out to those friends that you know of and uh, let them know that the War Report is on YouTube. Uh, content that we have coming out, what, four? We have a schedule of like four episodes a week now. Oh, my goodness. Dude. So we're, we're putting out content on the regular. Uh, we got... Um, and it's by the way, it's the war R A P P O R T, uh, war rapport. And we actually start doing a segment we uh, call building rapport, where we interview former players. So we've already got three already. Uh, one with King Dunlap. That one with King was good. Uh, ben Grubbs, which is doing really well, and uh, Jarris McIntyre. Okay. And so we got one coming out this next week with uh, Spencer Johnson, um, former D lineman, played oh, in the league for like. What? You about the broadcast? I was like, dude. What do you mean? You ever Spencer Spencer Johnson? The oh no no no. Okay, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> no no. D D D lineman um from two thousand uh, to two thousand three two thousand four, and played oh, in the league for us. like eight or nine. I think yeah. I think they y'all won one of those years. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um with Zhao. I think it was the year that Zhao yeah. went during here. But yeah, we got uh, that interview is coming out this upcoming Monday. We got a live show on. Well, we have already heard it. But the, by the time you hear this episode, uh, the Spencer uh, Johnson uh, interview will be dropping then that same day as well. So nice. check us out, man. Uh, we're we're excited about what we're building there. It's growing. And uh, yeah, man, that's hey, I'm when the merch stuff comes out, I'm supporting. I don't even like Auburn, but I love what y'all are doing. So thank you, that's sir. How it is. I, I want one of those hats with just TWR on it that doesn't give out too much. OK. okay. All right. All right. Y'all got those in black. Um, do you like camo? No. What do I look like? You don't go hunting with some of your friends? Is that a fair question? Yeah. Knowing who his friends are, yes. 
Oh, I, I see what you're doing. What? I've gone hunting once. Okay. So that means I just got that, a camo out, huh? They just didn't. <laughs> Give me all the camo. So they're not your friends. Yeah, me. Yeah. All right. People wear camo for fashion purposes also. Anyway. Um, what do you find? Anyway, I'm doing well though. Uh, just just busy. Looking forward to the weekend. Getting some rest. Recharging for the for the next week. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, it's it for me, man. Okay. Got you. Um, <laughs> are we gonna talk about this? Let's do an endure it. Let's do an endure. I okay. feel like it fits better endure it. Okay. Yeah. Um, prayer list. Prayer list. <sighs> this one stings Walker, but this is cut today. Oh, you got this one. Hammer and Hank Aaron of Mobile, Alabama passes away today. Early, well, we're recording this on a Friday. Uh, 86 years old, man. We're talking about the one time home run champ. We're talking about one of the goats in baseball. Uh, as as anyone who listens to this regularly knows, I am a diehard Braves fan. They are my favorite sports franchise across all of them that I support. So this one, this one has a has a I guess a deeper feeling for me. So um, anyway, praying for his family, uh, thoughts and prayers for sure for this legend that we lost today or Friday if you're listening when this is out. Agreed, agreed. I don't have much to add to that. I think you said everything there. Um, praise report. Uh, actually, I have two. Okay. Um, Dr. Dre is back home. Officially, oh, okay. yeah. Um, we knew he was recuperating, so um, he's now back home. I think there was even a photo taken of him in the studio with oh, some people. So he's detox. <sighs> slow down, <laughs> slow down. But no, he's no, he's. I, I know you had. You can't help yourself. Um, so praise report that he's he's in he's in good spirits and good health, and also Delonte West. Uh, landed a job at the rehab facility where he received his treatment. So uh, he's he, he's continuing to progress, and we are here for it all. No, nothing against Drake, but when Black was telling me about Delonte West pre-pod, I was just like, my heart just filled, man. That is that is such an amazing story. It is, yeah. it is, it is, and continuing to get better, obviously. So True. I'm excited about it. Dort, discuss or trash? Discuss or trash, Walker. What you got, man? My all my topics are cinematic. <laughs> um, do we want to just get this one out the way? Yeah, this one's gonna. This one's gonna be. Uh, what do they say? This one's gonna be provocative. It'll get the people going. Tough crowd today. All right, Walker, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know there's a tough crowd every week. <laughs> now you go. You're the one on the roll. So so before we started recording, uh, was it you, Black, that brought up Lori Harvey? Yes, it was. Okay. I don't even know what the context was. but He was, re- he was mentioning Lori Harvey as a potential shout out because a lot of women have been bigging her up for uh, bagging uh michael b jordan okay who a lot of black women wasn't even sure even liked black women at one point oh my goodness that's rather harsh have you heard that before Black? yes that's okay. true was he with someone listen, other than black listen listen I'll, t- I'll just talk to you for a second um 
So yeah. So you mentioned him. That is that's pretty much why you suggested. Correct. Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> but back to you. Back back to you. Yeah. It goes good. I forgot you were here. So uh, once we said that, I think Gat began to just <laughs> be Gat. Lay just just trash. Ah, trash is a reach, Walker. Be truthful to our listeners. Tell them what really happened. I thought you start playing Tupac and Digital Underground. She get a, I get around. Yeah. Okay, here's here's my thing. Huh? I didn't what, what? I didn't understand what the big fuss was about, right? And then I don't understand from Michael B. Jordan's perspective why you would do that. Not why you would do that, but why this is such a big deal. And the nucleus of that concern was the fact that Laurie Harvey has been around, in my opinion. Now, our, our steam, my esteemed co-host here, Walker, immediately felt a way about this and challenged Black in this very studio. I said I felt a way? Yeah, I, I felt like you did. And challenged Black in this very <laughs> studio and said, well, you can't, you can't trust your feelings, though. You do know <laughs> that, right? <laughs> Those are facts. Okay, go um, ahead. Challenged Black to research and find out just how many people she's been with. Sure. And in what seemed like a millisecond, Black was able to reel off at what? Two dozen? <laughs> Bit of an exaggeration, but <laughs> I mean, I rounded up. <laughs> What'd you reel off, Black? You reeled off a strong ten. Six. No, 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 no. I'm was, being real now. No. Two dozen was yeah. But it's no. not ten. It was not ten. It was not 10. Again, you're still capping. I met the 10. I thought he righteously got 10. So when you put on a cap, does that mean... Is that, is that pretty much... Yeah, that's just, <laughs> that that's the vibe you're going for? Permanent capping. <laughs> no, it wasn't that many. Well, Walker, here, here's my thing. And I'll say this, like I said, pre-production. Here we go. If, if I'm a celebrity, uh-huh. and I'm going to say just the way I said it... <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to target a female that I know has been with various other guys in the industry. That's just me. So in other words, you're not going to date someone in the industry. Highly unlikely. Okay. Right? Okay. And a lot of that has to do with what I know about her other various affairs. Okay. 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 Namely future. If we just want to be honest about it. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it, a, is it a matter of it being high profile who she's been with or the fact that she's been with other men? Yes. The high profile part. All of it, Walker. So so whoever you deal with can't be with a lot of people. It's going to be a hometown girl. Kind of like who I married. Okay. But didn't you say offline that Lori Harvey now is online? Lori Harvey is attractive? Yeah, she's attractive. Okay, so I'm not but, taking that away from but her. But you don't see why he he got with her. I don't understand why it's such a big deal, considering Lori Harvey's track record. What's her track record? Again, no, just 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 no. Paint the picture. Being paint the with picture. numerous industry guys. Are you insinuating or implying something? Yeah. What? <laughs> Lori Harvey's fine. You think she didn't get touched? Can you use another word <laughs> for that? Can, Intimate. Can you, <laughs> Thank you, Black. I don't know what better word to use. <laughs> sounded incredibly molesting and rapey. <laughs> like, what's wrong with him? What is wrong with this guy? It's just, it's just. 
it's like when they have that child like could you show us on the dog right right you? right <laughs> and it, it may not matter to to michael b jordan obviously it doesn't it may not matter to any other guys that's cool that's them i'm telling you what this how this guy approaches it so you telling me you telling me you a celebrity and Lori harvey flirts with you shooting her shot with you you're gonna say who you been with again <laughs> that's that's what's gonna come that's what I, I mean come on walker i'm mm-hmm. not gonna ask her that but you would decline politely yeah okay publicly how would it be public you would decline publicly not privately she's shooting her shot on live tv no, I'm no. just saying if she just met, just just ran into you some some so how does that get public? soiree, some event or something like that? How does that get public? Like y'all do what y'all do outside the public eye, but if it becomes public, you're like, no, we need to uh, take this short. No, I wasn't saying that. No, you just wouldn't even entertain her at all. I, that's that's a reach. I'm confused now. So what are you doing? You're making it seem like I would immediately dismiss of her. No, no, shoot. No, no, no. Let me see your form. Set your feet. Square your shoulders and release. Right. Let me see your shot. But you're making it seem like I'm not. I'm. I'm flagrant fouling her before she even gets to set up for the shot. So. So how do you, you reject? So how do, so how do you reject? How do you reject Lori Harvey? I wait for the ball to, to clank off the rim. I collect the rebound. I call a timeout. Is this before you touch her? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm not taking advantage okay. of Lori okay. Harvey. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Not. Okay. No. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There are a lot of languages in this world. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need you to speak English and not analogy. Okay. What do you do? She she shot her shot. Yes. Like, Lori, thanks, man. Thanks. I, I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been married? <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs> My guy. Fist <laughs> Bro. Lori, my bro. Lori, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm flattered, but I I'm interested in other things. Yeah, that never goes over well. That's a nice dress you're wearing, if I might add. That never goes. If you tell a woman that you're you want a drink, <laughs> you tell a woman that you're interested in other things. You know what you you know what you just implied, right? What? Hmm? What? What did he just imply? Get uh, black. He likes men. Yes. Oh, really? that is exactly what you just implied. Oh, okay. See, this is what this is what's wrong with being politically correct all the time. Like you have to land the plane. Oh, you have okay. to land the plane. That wasn't even in the realm of my. Oh, you landed the plane. You just land on the wrong tarmac. Okay. <laughs> well, can I? You got to get another chance of that. Go for it. Okay. Laura, She's not here, so. Laura, your dress is very nice. Um, you're a very attractive woman. But. But. You're not my type. No, I wouldn't say that. No, you couldn't say that. I would, I would honestly, I would honestly be like, "Thanks, but no thanks." I appreciate it. I'm flattered, and I would just kind of try to find a way to get out of there. Okay, you know, since I can't say I'm interested in other women. So, what's your up. cap? What's your what's your number? What's your number for a woman to be? Because you don't like it. You don't like it publicly or privately. In a, well, in a, well, that's the that's the thing, Walker. You, you, you don't like her being in the limelight or behind let, the scenes. Let me preface. With her. Let me preface this statement by saying I'm not proud of this, but you know we're here, so I'm going to be honest about it. Okay. All right. 
I think there's a difference when you're again in the frame of a celebrity. Uh, with, no, let me say that. Let me say that again. If you're a celebrity, I think it's a little different. When you've been out there as much as Laurie Harvey has been, for me, that's a red flag. Now, now, am I gonna? Yeah, I am gonna say this. If you're Laurie Harvey and I don't know about you know whatever, I decide out of mind. All right, let's get out of here. I again, I'm not proud of that, but that is honestly my approach. Mm. Okay. What's so the, she's what's not the harming that. So term? she's not somebody you settle down with, Laurie Harvey. Right. No. No. I gotta have a girl from the country. Okay. Okay. Because of her. Because of her. So let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If if let me ask you this. You, we know your dating histories. Do we not? Don't consider your dating history. But if you was out in that world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you were dating other women. Ooh. And you slept around yourself. Would you still keep that same energy? If if I were to shoot my shot with another woman, she said, "Hey, hey, you no, 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 no." Stick with Lori. I'm saying you're looking at that from a standpoint of a married man, right? Who goes to Costco on date night? Right, right. You want me to step outside of that? You want me to total paradigm shift to celebrity, Ronnie? Right. Because that is the only situation where that would occur, right? Am I a list for Lori Harvey? Yes. Okay. Well then, <laughs> well then, yeah, we're gonna explore the options. So, it, so it changes. Yeah. Why yeah. does it change? Because I'm an industry guy. You know, they're. I mean, everybody's swapping. See, everybody's see, swapping. Now, see, here's the my industry. point. Here's my point. Now you've got to my point. It's easy to say that when you're in the comforts of your own country little home in Birmingham, Alabama. But you're not going to keep that same energy if you're in that same life. Yeah, it's impossible. Okay. You're getting legs thrown at you all the time. So it's a big deal then. It is. I mean, if that's your reasoning, I I hear you, but... You would do it! Be with... Half... I don't think okay can we just acknowledge that we don't think that they're going to last long term yes we can acknowledge that okay. now, now I feel safe let's talk okay what were you what you <laughs> thought were you over here ringing wedding bells <laughs> no he wasn't I know I had to blame it on somebody <laughs> the only you're the only person looking at it from well, that comes from, from a standpoint my, of a loving commitment that comes from my wholesome background that's hard to turn off Fair, fair. Right. But I'm saying, look at it for what it is. I'm not even a celebrity in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no lies told. <laughs> but, okay. All right. But is that, do you think that's a bit hypocritical? Yes. And that's why I preface my whole statement, Walker. I'm not proud of the way I feel about that. You're not proud, but you still continue to feel that way. Yeah. I mean, it's my honest feelings. Okay. Fair enough. Is, is that below board? You can feel however you want to feel. Thank you, thank you, Captain it's, General. It's a safe. It's a space. It's a safe space. I thank mean, you. you feel however you want to feel. I'm a black male providing perspective. Okay. Wait. Blackish. <laughs> I tried to slide that. In. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all I had there. But I'm okay. just. I, I would just like pump the brakes on because again, we start putting a number. My thing is too. She was she was dating these guys almost exclusively, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So it's not like she just out here just like tonight, Diddy, tomorrow, Diddy son. The day I after could, that, I could get future. Over I could get over that. But what I'm saying, but but you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. this person, she she was involved with these people at one point, right? In it's not a it's not like term, she, but still committed relationship. I don't know what, the, but but it wasn't like she was booking dudes to sleep with. <laughs> okay, yeah, the way you make it sound, right? Okay, okay, all okay. right. And they're all single, consenting adults. Ish. Um, let me ask you. Ish. What's the ish part? Single ish. No one in the industry single. Huh? No, no industry, no A-list industry person. Single? Single, yeah. What do you mean single? They're not, I mean, they're more like mingle. Okay. But you're never single if you're A-list. Celebrity. What does single mean to you? Single means <laughs> you're going home and sitting in Marvin's room by yourself with no other option for any other type of entertainment. That's single. See, you see, you equate, you equate being, not being, you equate like single with staring at the four uh four walls like my your life days. your life <laughs> <laughs> that's single af that's single af walker so what's dating no, to you dating oh diversifying your uh portfolio don't you date while you're single Do you? yeah i didn't i didn't date while i was single i did it is amazing you ended up with uh married <laughs> It is utterly incredible. I do not run away from the fact that I had a very you lame hit the adult. Freaky, you hit the freaking lottery. No lies told here. Dude, I, I mean, I still don't have game, but I didn't have it. What am I going to do? You don't even have game with your wife. I think I had enough. But it, even then, and we laugh about this now, it, it's crazy, Walker. I was able to find game from random resources that would just show up when it was appropriate. That's how I knew I had to be with her. Cause like some of the stuff I told her, I was like, man, where did that come from? I think she just played along. Maybe, but it was- You had to ask her. It was, you you need to, because it was stuff normally Rodney wouldn't have the courage to say. Then it worked? Well, obviously. I, I hope so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You was about to you ask have, me you something. You have to ask her. You was about to ask me something. You're an industry guy. <laughs> you took that. Hypothetically speaking, if you're in the industry, I'm just repelling the question because I want to hear what your mm-hmm. thoughts are. Um, This is me. This is me. She's, she's attractive. I would struggle with dating girls her age because I have a niece close to her in age. Ooh. And that's just kind of weird for me. Okay. Now, a lot of men don't even think about that because they're i mean diddy got daughters so obviously that's not a roadblock for some people but for me i would have a hard time getting that like you look like you you'd be hanging out with one of my my nieces like my my niece you'd be one of my niece friends yeah. or whatever just like oh right go somewhere that would be my hang up with someone like that even as an a-list celebrity yeah okay i mean i'm pretty sure she ain't the only option if i'm an a-list no. right so you're not single By your definition, right? So, what's the what's the definition of a bachelor? Oh, I don't have an answer to that. That's a really good question, though. Okay, 
I'll give you on the top of my dome. What? Bachelor's a Bachelor's a guy who's exploring all of his options. Yeah, but he's still asterisk. Okay, well played, sir. No asterisk. He's single. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No. Okay. Okay, Walker. Uh, Touche. No, I'm just like makes like make it make sense. You're not. I can only base it off when I was single. You base everything off of your personal experience, and you, how? What else can your, I base it off of? Your experience is a bit of an outlier for you to end up married. <laughs> is it really? Black, you just looked at me with eyes like your eyes was huge. You looked at me. What? What you got? It's. No, you want me to take it? I'll take it. Go ahead. Pa- pass rock back to me. Okay, Go I'll ahead. shoot. Now. <laughs> it's Peter said. <laughs> I'm in the corner. Listen, dude, like, yeah, seriously, you did all the things to still stay single. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Is that what? You did everything to remain to single, remain single yes. yet ended up married. Despite your best efforts. Gee whiz. All right. Speaking of this, Walker. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, <laughs> you, the way you act, the way you carry, the way you've, the way you've behaved, performed in your single life, I would expect you to have three cats by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying, dude. Hey, hey I mean, no, I have no. So that's what I'm saying. Like you still end. It, so when you compare your single experience and try to apply it to the norm, it ain't the norm. Huh. My single experience really wasn't the norm. Well, it wasn't. Not you. If you again, you're still comparing mine to yours. Don't sure, do that. Sure. Okay. But I'm okay. saying okay. mine. I don't really consider mine to be the norm. So I don't really compare my experiences to what people are like. I, again, you got friends who are single. Yeah. They tell you about their experiences? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm happy I'm married. Like, I so, really am. Like, no offense, Black, but I I get it. I do. I, it's real out here. But, yeah, I just feel like when you start speaking from your experiences, I'm like, bro, don't do that. Huh. Don't do Because that's an outlier. You're an right. outlier okay. when it comes to that. I'll give you that. So, that's, that's, all, that's my whole point there. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, my homeboy LP, uh, shout out to him, friend of the show. He says he's putting pressure on all his single friends uh, because of the scope of women out here who are single and available. And he has homeboys that he wants to, uh, he knows are good dudes who wants to be married. What are you doing? Is that fair? No. Why is that not fair? Dude, marriage is not anything to play with like that. That they want to be married. They, the, the women and the men? Or that's just what I was just about to ask. Huh? Who wants to be married? The men or the women? The guys want to be married. They say they do. They say they do. And what are the women saying? What are the women that they're reaching out to? Yeah. Have no clue. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Well, until we know that. Have no clue. I, um, I so you don't no think women want to get married? I'm not saying that. You, you kind of made me think with that comment that... The activity of the single woman now may be different than we're accustomed to, which may lead me to believe that maybe not. Well, I just read his comments okay. on social media. Okay. They want to get married. 
So I just I took mean, it as that. It's always interesting when you talk to 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 one side of the fence about yeah. why what's going on. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always and so for so the whole point of his whole conversation with me about it is that he got a lot of excuses from from some of his uh guy friends that he was talking to about it. A lot of excuses. Yeah. Like generally speaking, that may be a woman that they may have reached out to. It didn't work out. So women tripping. So stuff like that. But there are a bevy of there are a lot of women out there available again. But if you only have your eyes, your eyes, you know, set on one or two or three or whatever. I don't know. So where do you find these women? Is that something you got to follow up with? Are you asking for a friend? Yeah, for a friend. That is hilarious. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, where do you find them? Yeah. You know where they are. No, 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 no. You know where they are. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like. Yes, you do. You see them all the time. More on that later. Yeah. So like next, said, we talked about a few before, but um, um yeah. So Walker. Okay. All right. Back to me. Sure. All right, dude. One night in Miami. Discuss or trash. Discuss. Yes. So this is one of the movies my wife and I watched during our kid-free weekend last weekend. And OMG, great movie from top to bottom, all right? Mm-hmm. But Walker, you, you've seen it. Yes. Okay, shout out to Regina King, by the way. She did a good job. With did it. an incredible job. Shout out to, and I meant to get their names, but shout out to the brother that played Malcolm X. I felt like he stole the show from a theatrics perspective. Sam Cooke's character. Leslie Eldon Jr. Yes, his wife. Um, Did I just say? <laughs> but anyway, Walker, here here's my thing. Here's my thing about this movie. I don't want people to to get caught up in the fact that Amazon describes it as a fictional film, right? Sure. If you if you scour black social media, you'll find conflicting thoughts, okay? I don't want to get I don't want people to get caught up in the fact that maybe it was fictional, maybe it was not. I want you to really lean into this film. The way I took it was that it took it took real events and moments and created a whole dialogue that may or may not have happened. Right. In Miami after the Sonny Liston fight. Right. Right. But at some point, the four of these men had similar conversations. It may not all be in the hotel room, but sure, whatever. Um, but what I want people to focus on, because this is what touched me. You have four black men, right? All with their own independent thoughts about essentially what the civil rights struggle was. All in it for different things. Okay. These men were able to reach the peak of conflict to where it almost gets physical. hate to spoil it, but where it almost gets physical and still overcome all of that and still be able to unify at the end. Walker, this was what jumped out at me at the at, in this movie because I think about social structures about us like you know black men can't do anything we we can't get along it's, it's going to end up a fight somebody's going to cheat on somebody's what you know what I'm saying it's going to be all this stuff but you had these four pillars I think of black culture who's who Regina King did a great job of like showing hey it wasn't all peaches and cream with these guys you know what I'm saying right but look at what happened look at what transpired. You know, in, in a powerful way Right So uh, As great as the movie was That was like The biggest thing I gathered from it. And, I, and I don't know What you gathered from it But that was kind of Like the basis Of what I wanted to discuss Okay 
No, I mean, for me, it was, it was, it was, it was very. The acting was was tremendous in it for sure. Um, but it just also showed that it just showed a struggle within a struggle um, with the different perspectives and views, and how there's a natural tendency to think that because you're not following my wavelength we're not doing the same thing but at the same time built into that there was accountability between and i hate to spoil it between uh malcolm x and um uh singer just had a brain fart sam cook sam cook uh between uh those two because sam cook knew even after they got done arguing he confided and, and Muhammad Ali was like, I really can't could be doing more. You know what I mean? And so it's it's it it talk it like to me it talks about how the 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 struggle of holding each other accountable and our pride getting in the way of that to where we'll 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 throw punches before we really deal with the real issue. You know what I mean? So it was it was just a lot. It was just a lot in the movie that I thought was uh it was a lot of it was a lot of jewels in it. I thought it was I thought it was done really well. I was curious to see how they were going to have you seen the Malcolm X documentary on Netflix who who killed Malcolm X? I have not. So I saw that last year. So I was like, okay, how are they gonna make this leap between Muhammad Ali ending up with uh the honorable Elijah Muhammad? from from Malcolm X because they left that hotel it looked like and he had made some which is why I know it's fiction is because he made some declarations and some things with Malcolm X right there right right? but the next time you see him you know what I mean so I was like how they gonna connect that and they just showed it so um but yeah it was just some things in the movie that I was just I was like okay how they gonna connect this based on what we know but it's fictional so I was so I was just curious as to what Regina was going to, how she was going to like connect the dots. Was it, is it fair to ask you, did you, if you felt like they connected them well, considering this film was fictional? Um, I don't think, no, I don't think, I they, don't think, I don't think they, I don't, I don't think, well, no, what I'm saying is they didn't, they didn't connect that part about Muhammad Ali, uh, Joining the, the Nation of Islam right. with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Right. They didn't connect that, but I don't think that's what the movie was about. True. True. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like, okay, I can I can concede that because I think we got the gist of what the movie was about. Gotcha. Yeah. One 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 last remark about that. I could really relate to Sam Cooke. Okay. And what he was going through in terms of his experiences with white people. Right. And he took a lot of flack for that. And and, and watching that, I can remember being in certain environments with my close homeboys where I'm taking a similar level of flack from them. I mean, and guys that I love, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I was thankful to think back to those times and just remember how important it was for those men to be honest, open, and hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And be comfortable enough to express their concerns about some environments I may be in. Right. You know, and it just, I don't know. It just, it just took me, it took me back to that. Right. Now you and I are different. Now you, in, in this example, I am Malcolm X. <laughs> no question. <laughs> right. <laughs> just a dark skinned Malcolm X. Right. Right. Um, and, and you would be Sam cook, but I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't attack your approach. In other words, I wouldn't be trying to bring you over to my side. You know what I mean? I understand that that sometimes battles are fought externally as well as internally. Yes. Like you have people who work from the inside to bring about change. Then you have some people who are trying to burn the house down or, or go against the whole system. Right. Right. So those two can coexist and work together as long as there is accountability between the two factions. Right. Yeah. And I guess just my thing, my whole, my only concern um, about the, the Sam cook approach is you can see at the end of the movie. Did you see it by the way, black? No. Can't, I'm, we're spoiling it. For him. Say, should we announce spoiler alert? Should we announce spoiler alert? Because I was going to ask you, since you're Sam Cooke and you're Malcolm X, who would I be? That's a good question. Probably the guy at the door. <laughs> 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 Which one? Uh, the one with the, one, one, uh, the autograph? Yeah, yeah, that would be black. That's for sure. disrespectful. The other guy. The I'm other sorry. guy was about to uh, step in. No, back to you, Hawk. No, <laughs> I stand by my claim. You are so disrespectful, and you're going to get it when you finally see it. <laughs> I'm gonna get That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> um, I don't know. You'll probably be. I'd probably say Jim Brown. If we had to pin one of those four, I'd probably say you. Them. You would be Jim. What? Yeah. That that's that opening scene with Jim though. Where he was at, he was drinking the lemonade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I put my seatbelt on, bro. Yeah. That scene was so powerful. So anyway, what I would say between you would like with you and I, only thing I would incur- I would hold you accountable for, and one thing that I struggle with, and this is this is this is the, this is, is that me? Oh, sorry. That's all right. It happens. Um, <laughs> don't you just love how those news <laughs> stories just start automatically playing audio? I love it. Um, yeah. So what I was the only thing my my issue is, and this is this is kind of the the issue with being a safe black versus a not so safe black, right? Uh, yeah. No, I don't like it when you call yourself that, but I see where you're going. Well, I'm safe, but I'm on the not safe spectrum of okay. safe. That's fair, right? So I'm very comfortable in how I feel, how I express myself, what I believe, and I'm unapologetic about it. And what I would encourage you to be is you may not be like me, but I will encourage you to be honest. Mm. Does that make sense? And I think too often when a black person goes into white spaces they don't have or feel comfortable to be honest right right because they don't want to be viewed as problematic they don't want to be you viewed as uh angry they want to be viewed as well, they want to get hit with the stigma that can limit them in a career standpoint social standpoint whatever there's penalty there's a penalty and a price that comes with being honest and your authentic self Right. Right. So as a result, a lot of black people just don't go there. Mm. Right. If I can't be myself there. I'm going to just stay. They yeah. go along just to get along. Right. Right. But on the flip side, 
a lot of their white colleagues don't have that burden and struggle. They can ask whatever, say whatever, whatever, and was like, oh, did I, did I offend you? Even if you did, like, what's going to happen, right? So my thing, one thing I, I challenge you on, and I don't know how you find the balance in that world because you're on someone else's turf, is you being your authentic self and having the burden of making their discomfort or comfort your priority while expressing your pain. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. My thing is express your pain. You're the one in pain. Right. I think they can be fine with being uncomfortable as long as they understand that you're in pain. Right. That's my all that would be my only thing I would say to you. Other than that, do what you do. Gotcha. I know where your heart is. I know where you stand on things. Don't go along to get along right. would be my only thing. Well, and, and you know, conversely speaking, using this using this example, I, I I too, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't want you to change anything because at the root of your concern mm-hmm. is your love for me. Yeah, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying. You don't Absolutely. Want, you don't want to see me thrust myself into the sunken place. You don't right. want that for me. Right. Right. So right. for me, it's just like okay, well, and it took me a long time to realize like my friends who in the past who have done that mm-hmm. was coming from a loving place. Right. It took me a long time to realize that, you know, so anyway. Yeah. Again, I know where you stand and I know what you're doing. I, I just, you know, it's it's almost like, again, you said it, you, you know how, I, you know, you're my boy. So I'm looking out for you. You just don't want people taking, taking advantage of your folk. Right. 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 And so that, that's my only thing. Like, bro, like sometimes you may, there's no nice way to say, this is racist. Right. Like sometimes there's really no politically correct way to say this is wrong. This is just wrong, guys. Mm. It is. Sometimes I don't I don't know. That. I can't cut this up for you. And I I I know and something I've uh, I've observed is people know who to come talk to yeah. when it comes to black people. 100%. So, so my thing is if you know that then are you really that aloof? That's just something that I struggle with. Are you really that aloof if you know who to talk to about these things? Yeah, right? You're right. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel like you will never talk to me as long as you got someone who's going along to get along that you can talk to about it. Right. Right? Yeah. And I don't want people to treat you like a task list. Like you're the black person I talked to today. Right? Right. Because they know, they know you're not going to put the pressure on like I probably would. Right. I talk to other people who feel like just like like people I talk to, man. There's people on my job. They have not said nothing to me yet about this whole George Floyd, but they talk to such and such. Mm. They talk to this, talk to this person. I'm like, why do you think that is? And it's just it's just. And again, my whole thing is just I just don't want you to I don't want you to feel like you did something great when someone treated you just like a to do list. Right. Let me go talk to this this person let them know hey i'm i'm good but i'm not really gonna change but i'm gonna talk to you so tell me about racism again (laughs) from the top (laughs) really are we gonna keep keep doing that cycle so that's that's my only thing that's my only i hope that made sense yes and i think for me again we talked about this on our 100th episode i have to learn to make it palatable like i'm not gonna call white people devils i'm not that's just mean and evil (laughs) right yeah a lot of people really are ignorant 
a lot of people do and again that's why i talked about being a product of your ecosystem right and you only know what you know right right yeah but some of a lot of a lot we all know better we all know better even though we we do it with our spouses we do it with our co-workers we we know better but sometimes we'll play stupid right right yeah so that that was my whole thing on thing with that but i i just felt like this movie showed this movie depicted a lot of our group uh, group chats our conversations when we we're amongst each other it depicted a lot of that because not everybody is rah-rah some people are really trying to yeah. do some things that they feel is good but other black people like man you ain't going hard enough then you got some black people like man why y'all fighting about that man y'all you know what i mean you got some people who the voice of reason right and then you got some people who, who like muhammad trying to figure it all out right right yeah. and so yeah if you just have different spec and i love the different spectrums of blacks uh black people in that movie and just it just it kind of almost touched every example of a black person Absolutely. i think the only person that you didn't have in there was a person who you know was in the sunken place right which is uh, you can't between those men but right. yeah yeah but all in all it was a good what was the second movie what's the second movie you got so so yeah, so i got a text from um oh boy this gentleman we're gonna discuss the, or trash it discuss or trash yeah discuss yeah okay just making sure we have to say that before we go into the dialogue you used to get on to me about that i did okay um i got a text from walker this past sunday hey guy i watched soul i loved it I'm paraphrasing it, <laughs> but um, I was touched when you sent that. Mm -hmm. So I've talked about it a little bit. Well, I mean, what was so great about it, Walker? Um, I love how they talked about really finding your purpose and reason for living. Right. And I feel like that guy went through his whole life and miss the whole point of what life was really about mm. for him it was about music but it took him going back through his life with somebody who didn't even want to be on earth to realize he missed it right and then what ended up happening is he even helped someone find their reason to live and when he helped that person find their reason to live he was willing to yeah. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what it's like that's what life is about is helping people find their purpose and their reason to live. And you can rest knowing that you've done that. Oof. What am I supposed to say after that, Walker? You tell me what you I, got. There's nothing I could that's say. That's why I was like, this is so like I was like, this was bomb. There's nothing I could say after that. That was beautiful. Yeah. It was bomb. It was bomb. Wow. Loved it. Okay. You saw it, right? Yeah, you weren't disappointed there wasn't more soul music? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we got you here. I can't this recall is, if we talked about this on air or not. We did not talk about it on air. We talked about it off air. So oh, you're, okay. you go, Gat. All right, so... Uh, we watched we watch Soul Christmas <laughs> Night. It was a it was a you know thing for us or whatever. And uh man, I'm having deja vu right now. Anyway, my, my wife my wife goes to work shortly after that and she she gets greeted by some very mixed reactions about the film. 
And um, a Caucasian female counterpart of hers approaches her and says, you know, I really thought this movie was going to be about soul music. I didn't think it was going to be about death. So this triggers my wife as it should, you know, and kind of catches her off guard. And they they go on to have a lengthy discussion, a safe black discussion. And um, it to me, it said so much about socially the place that black people are supposed to be in. You know, entertain me. I'm not here for a heartfelt, meaningful, deep film that's going to trigger my thoughts just sing and dance for me right uh so yeah so yeah uh it, the, the movie spoiler alert the movie has nothing to do with soul music <laughs> so if that is one of your qualifiers i i would suggest you go find something else but uh but no walker uh you know what what i love about this movie is how pixar was able to embrace as much as they could certain aspects of black culture we right. have we have never seen this on this type of stage yeah. like i talked to you about it but one of the biggest scenes for me which was a pivotal point in the movie i believe was the barbershop scene mm-hmm. you know i'm watching a disney film with my family and they walk into a barbershop and tribe called quest is on the on the sound score dude you know and i'm watching a pixar film like that that almost made me jump off the couch i loved it you know who worked on the score who i believe it was uh rafael sadiq and uh well there you go say no more nailed it yeah and the musician for colbert what's his name uh the piano player from new orleans uh oh steve colbert never mind steve Liz. you know who colbert is no <laughs> Um, look at look it up, look it up for him, uh, and for me, because I don't know who the piano player is, but I know who Cabir is. I thought he switched his language. Continue <laughs> on, but no, it's just it's just I got it. I got to shout out Disney and Pixar for not skating around that. And it's funny, I was talking to my wife about this, you know, supplemental conversation to that to that interaction at the office you kind of feel to a degree a certain level of compassion for those who have never been exposed to that. You don't know what to think. But think about it, man. I think this is a powerful point. We as black people, we have been conditioned over time to accept entertainment in limited spaces. Right? We We have been. Yes. Yeah, because it's, it's... you know, you think about feature films that were out in the movie theaters when you used to go to the movies, and very few of them feature people that look like us. Sure. So taking that and taking that to account, if you don't have any other type of exposure to the black culture side of things, it makes perfect sense that you're confused by what you saw. It makes perfect sense. How is how how is my wife gonna break down how powerful of a scene it was, the barbershop scene was? To somebody who's never been to a predominantly black barbershop. Sure. But you but again, you didn't have to get that. You didn't you could have missed the whole barbershop thing and got the whole gist of the movie. True. You know what I mean? But but I, I guess I'm cueing on the appreciation of why this is such a moving moment sure. for black people. Sure. It's easy for you to just announce it as, oh well, 
It wasn't about soul music, so I trashed it. Right. I mean, again, you you put you put it in a you you put us in a box. Yeah. In a category. That's essentially for, what I'm getting at. You're yeah. basically like, this is the only way I can get anything of substance from you is if you are dancing, playing an instrument, making music, whatever. Right. Right. So it's John Batiste. Yeah, he is on the soundtrack. <laughs> okay. But it's one thing we about the soundtrack pretty often at the house. What's up? One thing about Pixar movies in general is that like you can't really judge it by the title on the surface because it's all their movies are deeper than what you think it is. Yes. Even Toy Story. There are toys in it, but the story is a lot deeper oh. than just toys. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. up. Yes. Right. The freaking car. Well, you, yes. you brought up. Didn't didn't your wife bring the movie yes. up yes. to and her? And their discussion, because um my, my wife's my wife's a professional colleague was saying that soul was about death. It harped on death too much. And it wasn't safe for her kids because they were talking about death so much. So uh, my wife later on, after she got a chance to compose her thoughts, had lunch with her and brought up the movie Up, which we all know heavy rooted on the reality of what happens after death. It was depressing. It was super <laughs> depressing. They, they Dude, hit you with it hard. I, wait, my wife my wife and I, we were dating at the time, but we went to see that in the movie theaters. Mm. And it was just like, what, is, what, what are we watching? You know, like it hit us. So you want to talk about a, a Pixar film about death? Go see Up. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then... Well, how, how how many death references are there in in Soul? I mean, it just Thank showed. You. It just yeah. It, it would like you didn't see a tombstone. You didn't see. I mean, they just showed him getting in line, but that was it. Right. The what what the feeling I had when my wife was sharing this experience with me, I was like, did I miss a couple scenes with the Grim Reaper? Because <laughs> like, yeah. no. death death was not, it, it didn't come across the the spectrum for me. Right. And now my, my boys watch my boys probably watch this movie at least twice a week. And so now when I'm watching, I'm thinking about this lady. And I'm like, where's the death? Yeah. The movie's about life. Yes. Yes. It's about purpose. Well, if you want to be impactful about it, yeah, it was about purpose. <laughs> that was a compliment, Walker. Why do I feel slapped? <laughs> if you want to feel impactful about it. Was, it? it was bad. Again, we got to talk about your tone and how you say it. Well, if you want to be impactful about it. <laughs> again, again, you're here. You see it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Incredible film. Uh, I encourage anyone listening who has not seen it. Take about an hour and a half. Watch this. Get your life in order. All right. The inauguration. Discuss the trash. We got to discuss it culture black culture black male experience i don't know many black males not talking about the inauguration so let's talk about it okay go it's on your mind it was a great day it's a great day yeah. was it? walker it was it was it, it was it was sure? walker this was this was a star-studded event you had people out here stunning you had michelle obama shutting down absolutely everything right yeah, as true. she should, true. you know. Yeah. <laughs> you had memes for days. I mean, Bernie, <laughs> Bernie's He's he <laughs> is he is a candidate for meme of the year. He's in here with us, actually. <laughs> 
Bernie, the heat's on, man. I was going to mention this one. It's trash worthy, but the versus battle last night, Thursday, with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Somebody put Bernie on uh, Keisha Cole's chair. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But go um, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, did, did I watch it live? No. Did I watch highlights of it? You better believe it. Because you couldn't go on social media without seeing a little video. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. Um, it was a great moment, Walker. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shy away from that. Shout out to Amanda Gorman. Yes, who, she did. A, she did a good, uh, an incredible job. Who you can argue shut down the inauguration as well. So uh, I didn't hear her whole thing. I heard bits and pieces, but yeah, yeah she she absolutely slaughtered it. Um, Trump granted clemency to a few people on his way out. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, Wayne, uh, Kodak Black. <sighs> Kwame Kilpatrick. Whoa. Remember Kwame Kilpatrick? I missed Kwame. He was one of the people who uh, was granted clemency. Say word. Word. Okay. The first do you, two Do are, you think, do you, th- yo, you don't care about Wayne and Kodak Black? What has Kodak done for me? Wayne has done a lot for you. Yeah. So why do you don't care about Wayne? Mm. Wayne lost a lot of respect for me. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. You hadn't mm. dropped any bars lately, so mm. you still mm. listen to mm. Carter Five. Mm. My point mm. is that. Mm. Mm. Back to you, Walker. Mm. Mm. Do you think there? You think that was a big reason why he came out in support for Trump? I think so. I think this was a calculated move for him. Smart, but calculated for sure. Can we really be mad at Wayne? No, no. I mean, if 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 you've got to do something that, for me, that's an opportunity. Quit pro quo, right? That's an opportunity to get something very again, heavy I mean, like that. We all endorse a candidate because we feel like we all have our own interests. We vote on our own interests. Or, or endorse box. a candidate or, and, you know, he couldn't vote, but endorse a candidate for our so, own interests. And I was going to ask you that. Wayne can vote now? I don't think he can. Oh, so what does this do for him? Gets him out of jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize Wayne was ever in jail. Like, I mean, a while like ago. Like, he was... He, he was, was on facing? his way. He was on his way. Oh, okay. okay. Was it the gun charges? Yeah, I think it was the. Because I know he got arrested. I know he got. I know he got arrested recently for having weapons on him or something like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, kudos. I don't know. Um, so that black is just a cluster from top to bottom. So I don't know if he does any favors. No, no, yeah. but. Uh, Biden signed some executive orders on Biden, Wednesday to Biden's undo uh, the construction of border wall and reverse the Muslim travel ban. <laughs> you said to undo the construction of the border wall? Mm-hmm. Had there been construction? I believe there were five miles. You've got to be kidding me, right? I think it was a total of five miles over the Trump years. actually started to build a wall? Yeah. yeah. Who's paying for it? Mexico, right? That's what he said, but who was really <laughs> paying for it? Give me the fine print, Walker. Uh, MAGA and the rest of America. <laughs> I had no idea that thing had even started. Yeah, but it's it's nothing to, you know. You said a five-mile stretch? Yeah, I, I believe people just, like, climbing over it or something like that. Or... It's not imp- It's not like the Berlin Wall. Like, don't think about it like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that leading up to the inauguration that the border had an uptick in uh, people trying to cross it. So... Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. But all in all, you you enjoyed the day, huh? 
Yeah, I biggest mean, moment was the DR ones. That was the biggest biggest thing for you. <laughs> the DR ones were that was a powerful moment. <laughs> uh, such a rare shoe, so you know it stands out when you see that. Who was he again? Black. He was. He was uh, Kamala's. Kamala. Hey, that's not what uh, the justice said, but yeah, she's. Uh, he is her brother-in-law. He's married to her sister, I believe. Goodness, how's he getting access to heat like that? What? Who was it again? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he missed that part. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all we got, man. That's all I got. Okay. I, I mean, we, we can trash uh, the verses battle because I hadn't even watched it. Did you watch it? No, no. I didn't even it? know it was this week. I'm not a versus battle person. Gotcha. Okay. Who be shouting out? Where do you find these people? <gasps> no, no, no. Don't, don't you cannot do that. <laughs> not even for a fact. No. Not even. <laughs> If you did this podcast by yourself, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of the Nike Dior ones, Nike's on my shout out, Walker. You know what they did early this week on MLK Day of all days? What? They partnered with an organization called Black Girl Ventures. Have you heard of them? No. Black Girl Ventures is a foundation that addresses unique challenges that black and brown women face in assessing and accessing social and financial capital to grow their businesses. So this is a, this is a huge thing, man. They've, I think they've positioned certain, they positioned certain businesses owned and operated by black women to the tune of maybe, I think close to $90 million in grants and funding. So um, Nike has partnered with them. They, they made an initial investment of 500 grand. And what this is going to do is help Black Girl Ventures expand their footprint and augment their, what, according to the article, their technological infrastructure that needs a little bit of assistance. Um, with, this, with this growing and evergreen uh, investment, as Nike calls it, they will make continuous uh, financial deposits to this organization just to make sure that Black Girl Ventures is doing everything they need to be doing, which I think is supernatural work. So let's give it up for BGV. Dope. I proudly wear my Nikes now knowing that. Oh, that's what you was waiting on? I was waiting on one cultural moment. My shout out is a local person a birmingham native 10 year old ethan hill mm. ethan hill since he was the age of six one day uh on his way uh to school saw a homeless man and i don't know if he struck up a conversation with them or whatever but ethan hill uh felt felt sorry for the guy and wanted to help him in need and ever since then he started an organization called ethan's heart and this holiday season, um, he and I guess members of his organization had organized care uh, kits to give to homeless people in the Birmingham area over the holiday. And these have just been little acts of kindness as he's been doing and geared towards the homeless for four years. So I want to shout out Ethan Hill for thinking of others, being moved with compassion and starting an organization that really touches on a big problem in our country, a big problem in our city, helping the homeless. Uh, shout out to that young fella.
being grown. I love it. Walker, player of the week. <laughs> You're going to love this one, okay? <laughs> what you got? I'm taking you to Beaverton, Oregon. I'm keeping it Nike here, okay? Keeping it in Oregon, okay? So check this out, man. Mom and four-year-old kid go to convenience store. Mom says, you know what? I've got a couple of things to pick up. I'm not going to be here long. Let me park the car, leave it running, run in and get my few things, run out. Right? You with me here, Walker? The moment she touches the door to walk in, in comes a thief to steal her car. No one in this article had been identified either. In comes a thief to steal her car. So the thief takes the car, drives off. Right? Gets a few miles down the road, turns back and realizes there's a four-year-old kid in the back. He becomes outraged. What does he do next, Walker? Put the baby out? Nope. <laughs> nope. This is not your uh, your old school thief. This is a thief with heart. This is a millennial thief. He, he jumps out the car? No. <laughs> was I not supposed to answer? No, you were. You were. Okay. So after realizing this, this guy turns the car around. And brings it back. He comes back to the convenience store. Leaves the kid in the car, right? <laughs> Leaves the kid in the car. Goes in. Who is the lady driving the insert car here? Who left her kid in the backseat? Woman identifies herself. He proceeds to read this woman her rights. Even, here's the best part, even threatens to call the police. I can't make this stuff up, Walker. (laughs) 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 So, after reading her rights, she proceeds to go and get the kid out of the car, resume her shopping, and what happens after that? Police show up? No, thief steals the car again. <laughs> Walker, this, <laughs> this happened on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I read this several times because I could not believe it. <laughs> As of today... They have not found the man. They have found the car, but they not have, have they have not found the man that stole this car essentially twice. So Walker, it's a little different play of the week. I'm going to ask you, who played themselves harder here? Everybody. <laughs> yeah, starting with a thief with the heart of gold. <laughs> and first you of idiots. <laughs> probably the woman. Here's why. Because I think the thief clearly had a mental health issue. Clearly had a mental health episode. In your right mind, I don't even know how you even, like, get belligerent. You're in in the middle of a crime and you're concerned. (laughs) The reason she... Whatever. But 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 everybody, everybody in that everybody case. involved, everybody yeah. involved. I, I'll give you that. That was that was mine, too. But I, I had on here like you make sure you ask Walker who he thinks, because this is just a, a weird situation. Now, the guy had possession of her child. Yes. And she went back to what she was doing after that. No, 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 no. When he went in, he stood at the front, left the kid in the car. OK, that's. Not so much she better. went. She went and she went and got. That's the part I had to read. Like what? What? She went and got the kid. I guess the guy was going nuclear. But like, did she not lock her car before she went? I mean, because I, I guess the guy never said he stole the car. 
right? These these are just assumptions. I don't know. Maybe that maybe the thought was he walked by the car and saw it, and then went. But the the reality of it is, and and after um, video evidence shows, it's the same guy that came and stole it, came back, and then left with the same car again. Like did he when he brought it back? Did he put it back in the same parking space or something? That's a great question. (laughs) But all this was captured on video surveillance, according to the article. That's how they know it's the same guy who stole the car twice. <laughs> Back to you, Walker. I couldn't pass this up, bro. You should have went last. <laughs> Seriously, you should have went last. Cause... So we all, again, for the 900th time, we all know what happened at the nation's capital, right? Right. And ever since that moment, ever since that moment, in fact, people were advised who were coming in for the inauguration. They were they were advised to not even fly in to D.C. I think, in fact, I think they had canceled all like whatever hotels or whatever. Like people were not allowed. They had my homeboy stays in, in the D.C. area across the bridge from you can't drive. You can't drive in there oh and not let you and not, not letting you even get past. There's people with guns saying, uh, who are you? Right. Right. That doesn't stop Wesley Allen Beeler, a front ro- royal. He, you want to know how he got arrested? Sure. What he did? You black? You interested? I'm very interested. Okay. Allegedly, he drove up to a police checkpoint 1.3 miles from the U.S. Capitol. He had an unregistered gun and ammo he had a lot of ammo actually you want me to detail it for you please he had a glock 17 um one nine millimeter he had 509 bullets i think he had a 12 gauge shotgun 12 gauge shotgun shells uh 21 to be exact uh he had a 17 round glock seven a 17 magazine <laughs> In his car at the checkpoint. Uh, and he had fake credentials. This sounds like a 21 Savage album. <laughs> um, they asked him, these your guns? No. <laughs> a mile from the nation's capital, exactly what, two weeks oh. almost? from a domestic terror attack some of these player of the weeks are just self-explanatory no need for sauce there's too much flavor on it as is Ren what do we have here you idiots <laughs> man talking about making that job easy for real <laughs> yeah yeah Actually, and it was just, it was it was a week from today, so it wasn't exactly two weeks. So it was like a week and a half. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was talking to one of my homeboys. Okay. The morning of the inauguration, he asked me, he "said Man, you think some crazy stuff's gonna go down?" And I really thought it was. I really thought it was. Maybe not in D.C. Okay. But I thought other other parts of the nation probably would have seen some level of social unrest. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. they told students down at ASU like to remain on campus. Facts. Yeah. But I mean, thankfully nothing happened that I heard about at least. But this is no. It's a, it would have made news if something did. Just, it's so crazy right now, man. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 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 I've never understood like how how one man was planning on using all that. One man with two arms and ten fingers. Against the National Guard. Well, no, just in, like functionally, what was the plan? Like, how were you? How were you going to discharge all the weapons? Or were you going to just use one at a time, toss it, go back to the car, dispense another one, toss it? I, I I've been intrigued by stuff stuff like that. You remember the? Um, you remember um, the movie Matrix when Neo went after Morphe, um, <laughs> Morpheus to rescue him? Yeah. Okay. Touche. Okay. <laughs> Just a guess. I gotcha. don't know. Yeah. Got anything else, man? That's all I got, Walker. How are we on time? We're good. We are <laughs> bullseye. <laughs> Guys, again, thank you for listening and tuning in. Please share it with one person who you think would enjoy the podcast. Uh, we're trying to do some big things here. Uh, subscribe, follow us on whatever streaming platform you're streaming this or listening to this podcast on. Guys, be sure to follow us on our IG. Uh, we are on Twitter, even though we don't tweet, but, you know, whatever. We're there. Uh, our social media info is on a website we own, Gat. The website is exactly. TheTippingPoint.com. That's T-H-A, TippingPoint.com. And with that, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Be safe. Have a great, productive weekend. As always, I'm Caesar Walker. That guy over there is Ronnie Gatry, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh.